Hello, this is Ro, and you're listening to Roads Uncharted. Last time on Roads Uncharted, we wanted to talk to our friend Arcturus, but apparently there's a lot of bureaucracy in the way. So we needed to speak to some sort of council of Kidova. There are six elves, and they asked us a bunch of questions. Not shying away from authority, Eight and I answered their questions, had a slight discussion, and then gained access to Arcturus, which we are headed there now. We also gained a bit of favor and a bit of a heading for after Kadova, so that's great news. Stay tuned to see how we figure this one out. Eight and row. You are being led down some stone stairs toward the dungeon. You are being escorted by two guards, one in the front and one in the back. What did you decide to pick up to bring to Arcturus? Did you get a cupcake? Did you get a donut hole? Did you get a just a small cheesecake. You, tell me what you ended up picking up. I would have wanted to pick something up that was invented within the last hundred years, but small. If red velvet was invented after you got trapped in that wall, I'd want to pick it up. Or like matcha or something. Or like a mochi donut. I don't know. You pick something. You're the one with the, with the food descriptions. Mm-hmm. Give us a modern take on classic food. So... You ended up going to a bakery that was pretty close to the council chambers and the little old man was selling what he called cake orbs. These little round balls of cake on sticks that were dipped in chocolate or in some sort of frosting and then further decorated with like little candies or what have you, depending on what you picked up. Some were decorated with pieces of cookies and whatnot. When you asked what would have been invented in the last hundred years, that was what he proudly showcased to you. Perfect. We'll get some of those. You get to the bottom of the stairwell. The guard in front of you opens up the door, allows you to get in, then locks the door behind the four of you. Leads you down another couple of hallways and then stops and turns to you and says, If you just go through this door, there will be a little waiting chamber and your friend's cell will be on the other side. Just knock on the door twice when you're ready to leave. Perfect. And you'll be coming with us? Uh, We we were told that this needed to be like supervised. Or are you standing on, on the other side of the door? That's the supervision. He squints his eyes a little bit like he's trying to figure out, is this guy being serious? Listen, I don't want to get in trouble. I want the record to show to the council. I asked this question if we are ever on trial. I I was planning to stand outside the door. I mean, I can clearly see you're not carrying anything other than cake orbs. Do, would you like one? Uh, no, thank you. Why not? I don't really do sweets. And those tend to be very sweet. I'll I'll take one. Oh, good. Says the other guard. There you go. Thank you. You're not supposed to eat when we're on duty. Oh, can I just... You watch as the other guard sticks it in his pocket. I give a thumbs up and a bit of a smile. For lunch. The first guard opens the door and... I mean, inside you can see it's it's a stone room with a set of iron bars kind of dividing it. I guess we walk in. I 
and trapes along behind row. There's a small wooden bench on one side, and on the other side, you can see is the cell. Hello? Octurus, are you here? It's your friends. Eight in row. Oh! Oh, yes, yes, hello! You you hear from, like, one corner of the room. Look. And I will, like, pat Rose's shoulder with a hand. Look, it's our good friend, Arcturus. He's in the corner. Yeah, this is kind of where they placed me. You sound disappointed. Would you, would you care for a different vantage point? Well... I mean, at least they didn't face you towards the corner. It's true. Yes, that's true. No, I'm, I'm fine. I can see everything from here. It's just, you know, it's just so far from the door. But I, I, it's, you know, it's not like my hearing is diminished. I can hear you just fine. So. Oh, perfect. Well, we just wanted to see how you were doing. Uh, we, we were told that your fate has been decided and you are awaiting it. It was very, very dramatic. Yeah, uh, you, you went to go see the council, didn't you? Well, we did. We went to see you, and then we were referred to the council. We had no say in the matter. They like to make everything sound so official. I, 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 I got that. Yeah. So, so we just wanted to check in on you, say hello, see what, see, see how you were doing, how you're feeling about your fate, and uh, maybe bring you some treats. What did you bring? So there are these things called cake orbs. They were invented after your time, after you were stuck in the wall, and so we wanted to bring you something new, something that you could perhaps enjoy. I remember you liked cheese and wine, so perhaps a baked good might be might be a nice change of pace. You start to hear the sound of bone clacking against stone, and ever so slowly, Arcturus's skull starts getting a little closer, kind of like following down on this stone bench until he's at the end of said bench. There's just still a couple of feet away from the iron bars. But at least now you can see this skull. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so, yes, do, do, would you like to eat first, or did you want, want to have the the chat? I, I imagine we're going to have to, like, you know, throw past the bars. The gods didn't give us a key to enter, so... Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. Uh, well, here, let... D- ah, and you see this skull just open up. I'm gonna tear a bit off of one cake orb and Try and toss it in. Give me a coordination check. <laughs> coordination check. I knew it. I knew it. Go ahead and make it a. Eh, make it easy. Two advantage and one threat. <laughs> there you go. This piece of cake orb goes flying and actually ends up flying through Arcturus's eyeball. Uh, I think you missed. It, it, okay, this is why I got a bunch of these. And I'll try again. Go ahead, uh, give yourself a boost this time. Okay, there you go. Success and one advantage. Now, you do have some advantages from your last roll. Is there anything you want to use them for? I want to be able to have the more clandestine parts of our conversation be uh, unheard, if that's cool. Or not necessarily unheard, but just like so perhaps like Arcturus understands that they're they're listening to us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So what about I don't know that 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 that's within advantage territory, or if that's closer to something like a triumph. Well, what you can do is you can add a setback 
to the guards. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. So let's let's all right. So I'll do that. Then when I go to make a perception check while you talk, I'll add a setback. As I stand holding like the tray of the cake orbs, assisting Ro and feeding Arcturus, I stop for a moment and I simply say, Oh wait, I just had an idea. And I'll put the tray down on like the ground, I guess. There's a wooden bench, so Okay. I will set it on the wooden bench and I will pop my spoon out and I will hold it and I will look to Ro and I will say in order to maximize Arcturus's enjoyment of the cake orb, I believe a little magic might be in order and I will hold out my palm and I will take the spoon and I would like to summon a tiny little stone golem as an ally to literally just pick up the cake pop and like climb up and feed over and over Arcturus these cake orbs. Sure. So it's it's just gonna be an ally and I'm not changing its size because it literally can just be a silhouette zero monster. Any other nonsense you'd like to throw at me? Nope, nope, you're good. All right, I've got Nice, three success, and eh, one threat afterwards. So, for the threat, perhaps... It emits a high-pitched whining noise. <laughs> it does? Mm-hmm. It clacks together like marbles in your hand. Um, but basically, I hold out my hand and I swirl the spoon. Yes! And I mutter to myself... Let's rock this feeding exercise and make this stony-faced skull pleased. And as I'm swirling, like, the air kind of does the little mini tornado in my hand, and the loose stones and gravel and dirt on the floor around us kind of swirls and goes up in a little funnel wind funnel into my hand and coalesces into a very small dust devil slash stone pebble golem and as I'm holding it it's just kind of got a vague humanoid shape with like lopsided arms and tiny little feet and I just look at it and say ah yes a new friend Rose say hello to cake friend hello cake friend cake friend you have been made for one very specific purpose Serve that skull cake over and over. Do you understand? Perfect. I will hold my palm to the the wooden bench. I'll say, grab one of the cake orbs and you will feed it to, and I motion my hand after cake friend gets off of my palm. This skull, just put it in the mouth, slide it out from under, put it back in over and over. And I will let cake friend go to work. Cake friend grabs the cake orb carrying the stick almost as if it was carrying like a hammer over its shoulder walks over to Arcturus and shoves the cake orb into Arcturus's mouth and before Arcturus can actually clomp down lifts the skull and pulls the cake orb out from underneath and just keeps doing that. Good. Ah, Perfect. Now you can enjoy the cake orb without the fear of attracting rodents or other vermin. Yeah, I I ate I, I think it 
Cake friend, cake friend, can you perhaps slow your roll about 10 times slower? Cake friend pulls out the cake orb, stops, waits for Arcturus to open his mouth, and very slowly starts to put the cake orb into Arcturus's mouth. This is good. You have to be very exact with your, your instructions. It seems so. I can see I can see how magic is very why magic is very so uh, studied and measured. I just kind of make it up as I go along. So you two just came down to see what I was up to. Well, we we did want to say hello to you at least once more before we leave, but we we would be remiss to not tell you that our motives also included asking you at least two questions. Uh-huh. What is on this? It tastes almost caramelly, but it's not. What is it? They didn't say. They gave me a variety box. There's no, like, slip in it that describes what each one is. This one was green. The one that I... The, the one that you are currently eating, it looks... A various assortment of... Browns. Well... Sometimes variety is the spice of life and ignorance is bliss. Is there another one like it in the box? Yeah. Yeah. I'll say you got two of each. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll take a bite into that one. Uh, so picture like the spice of a carrot cake, mm-hmm. but it's topped with this frosting that almost tastes like caramel, but it's got like that background note of white chocolate. Mm, okay. I will describe that to Arcturus and just, uh, just kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of like a elevated carrot cake. Ah. The, 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 the frosting is, it, it's, you're right. It's caramel, but uh, my, my palate not so refined, uh, to, to be able to pick out what is, what is so different about this caramel. That's delicious. So yes, questions. Well, and I will sit down on the bench next to the bars. We wanted to ask for some details about the teleporter that you had stolen, what it looked like, what it did when you utilized its power, descriptions of sights, smells, effects. These details might prove very useful to us. And seeing as you are the only person in the history of ever who has made use of the object, you are quite simply the only person we can ask for this information. Well, it was a cube, a rune on each face. Um, I don't really remember a smell. The only smell I can remember distinctly is the smell of dust and stone but I imagine that was probably from my collision with the wall Uh, let's see sights, sights, sights I remember pressing on one of the runes and the rest of them lit up and then I remember my hair standing up as if I was caught in a lightning storm and then the next thing I knew, I was trapped in the wall, and the skull just sits there. You said a lightning storm. Did you see electricity? Was there 
an effect of that nature. And I'm leaning forward, um, like gripping the bars now, looking at Arcturus. I, I don't remember. Unfortunate. I don't think I used it properly. I feel like if I had, I wouldn't have, you know, gotten... Got yourself stuck in a wall. Yeah. Have your, have your body perish, but your soul persist. Yeah. You think that was related to the to the artifact and not some sort of separate phenomenon? Yeah, which is the weirdest part. Nobody seems to know how that happened. More cake, please, cake friend. And then you hear the clattering again. Cake friend, here, give him this one. It's a, uh, it's a, it's one that is uh, green. With a, with, I'm going to imagine some sort of lemon frosting. I don't know, matcha and lemon goes goes well together. I think. This is interesting. I think Cake Friend would put the la- the the one pop in Arcturus's mouth and then just leave it and then grab the other one and just start putting that one into. I'll uh, look over to uh, to to eight. So it doesn't it doesn't seem more or less likely that. The artifact that Arcturus used was involved. I've slumped back, my my metal frame and my shoulders resting against the wall behind me. It would seem so. If only there was some way that we could divine where this relic has wound up. I would need to test to see the effects myself. To answer your question, Arcturus, um, the reason why we're in Kidova, I mean, we, we've told you we're researching stuff, and seeing as you were about to meet your fate, see no harm in telling you, would you, wouldn't you agree, Eight? I would not. Would not tell him, or would not, not agree? Would not see the harm, after oh, all. There we go. Arcturus will soon meet his fate. So, we're here in Kidova because we are researching a phenomenon that happened over in Selene, right, Eight? Uh, the a large amount of children disappeared for no, no explicable reason. And the reason why we asked you about the lightning was because we have evidence to believe that lightning was involved or at least a byproduct of the effect wait involved in what and so the reason why atia is slightly disappointed was is because there's no real confirmation that your artifact and the phenomenon that disappeared all those children are related but that doesn't necess- uh, necessarily mean that it's any less related it just means uh, and this the, uh, this is more directed towards eight than it is at Arcturus. It doesn't it, it doesn't necessarily mean that we failed. It just means that our journey continues, as it would have in any other situation. I will nod slightly. Yes, it's just with every step we come towards a solution. 
it sometimes seems that there is a wall standing between us and success. Or in this case, a set of bars in Arcturus's next cake pop. Eight. Bro, have either of you spent any time visiting any of the professors here? I did sit in one lecture this morning. It was fascinating. And I, honestly, we need more of their sort of education. I don't know if they're still around, but there was a professor here when I was here called Professor Trela. They used to teach divination. Eight, if that is something that you might be able to learn, might not be a bad idea. Professor Trela. I suppose it could not hurt. One of my last traveling companions was proficient in premonitions or divinations of a sort, though theirs was more of a divine gift than a studied magic. Perhaps it would serve our group well to have it at our disposal again, if at the very least to attempt to find leads where we seem to hit a wall, so to say. I will look to Arcturus. I will search out this Professor Trela and see if before we leave, I might be able to master some of the basics of this particular type of magic. I appreciate your assistance and suggestion. Thank you for the cake orbs. One good turn deserves another, right? I'm very inclined to agree. We do have a few more days uh, before we absolutely need to leave Kidova. Uh, We'll, we'll we'll see if uh, this professor of divination is still around. And if they were replaced, then figure something else out. But speaking of professors that used to be at this university, you were one of those. And you alluded to me that there might be something of interest in your old office. Oh, you still haven't gotten to go check that out? No. Absolutely not. Uh, yeah, in my desk, there's a false bottom in one of the drawers. Where is your office? It was in the basement level of the university. Uh, just three doors down from Professor... Oh, what was their name? Professor Hedstrom. Professor Hedstrom. Okay. Do you think they're still around? Are they like one of those elves that lives forever? Hedstrom was... Hedstrom might not be around anymore. They they were a tiefling. Um, I'm sure if you asked to go to the basement level offices, uh, yeah, pretend you're a student or something. I can't imagine security's gotten that, you know more comp it hasn't gotten complicated since i i left so i i'm sure you could just act like you're gonna go see a professor down there and you could figure it out plus we're very charming uh-huh the contents of this false bottom you said might be of interest and i'm fully aware uh, uh f- i and i am fully anticipating finding out once discovered but are we talking dangerous here, or, or just just interesting? Not very many people 
have false bottoms to desks and drawers and other clandestine things if it wasn't some sort of taboo or danger. The contents hidden in my desk might be able to get you an appropriate reward for assisting me. And that's all I can say. I squint my eyes and start nodding. That's all you can say. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, other than, other than that sort of business, just want to see how you're feeling. Our conversation with the council told us that your soul has been trapped on this plane and you are being released as if it's some sort of vacation. Or a mercy of sorts. They, they, they made it very clear that this is not an execution. But that just, but I, I'm worried that this just might be their, their way of accepting the consequences of their decisions. Just a way for them to be able to sleep at night. How are you feeling about that? I went in. I attested to what happened. I filled in some of the gaps from what they gathered in their investigations all those years ago. And then they decreed that what I went through as a result of my actions was punishment enough. It took a few days, but they were able to find somebody who has the knowledge to... And the skull stops clapping for a second. Fix this? I don't want to be a skull for the rest of my life. Well, then that's good. It's a little boring. Can't eat anything. They they have been feeding you, though, right? Mm-hmm. I told a god that you should be fed. They've been giving me cheese. Mm, that's right. I did say that you like cheese. And bread. I got bread the other day. Mm. Oh, good. It seems we will not need to have a discussion with the warden. Well, Octurus, uh, I'm very glad that you are finding release and that this is a welcome change. Yeah. Me too. Maybe, uh... Maybe say a prayer to Baradesh on my behalf. Uh, you never really think about what you regret while you're living, huh? And then when death's upon you, you start to really wonder, did I make the right choices? And it, it, stop, stop, stop. And at this point, you just see that Cake Friend is now shoving a cake orb into Arcturus's face because Arcturus has stopped opening his mouth for the cake pops. Cake friend, it's okay. You can stop for the time being. Arcturus, I think it's only natural for people to second-guess themselves, especially at this stage in their lives. I suppose... I do not entirely understand what you are going through, but know that you have at least made some friends in the last few weeks, and I believe that at your core, you were a good person, especially given that you have done your best to help us in your time you've had remaining. I will miss you. I'll thank you, Eight. If only because you would have existed for as long as I will, assuming I will live forever. Though I honestly do not know how long I will exist. It would have been nice to have a conversation companion in the years to come. 
Well, I wish you luck with that eight. I'm going to pop a cape orb into my, my mouth. Do you bite it or you just stick the whole thing in there? I'm going to chew it very slowly. Oh, are you asking, do I like bite half of it and then, or uh, the the whole thing is in there and is being chewed very slowly, very deliberately. Okay. So you don't have to say anything very smart. I hope you find the piece you're looking for. Cake friend, would you like to continue having cake orbs? Or would you prefer us to dismiss cake friend? I mean, yeah, cake friend can stay. And I can have somebody to talk to for the next 24 hours. There are like six other flavors in here. I will put the cake butt stuff on the floor. Cake friend? You will do as Arcturus requests you to do when it comes to cake orbs. And I will leave cake friend to tend to Arcturus. When you go to leave the room, the guards escort you back up the stairs. And as they leave you to go off and do your thing, the one guard who had hidden the cake orb in his pocket leans over to you and says, Don't worry, I won't tell the council about what you said about the wanting to know about the transporter. Thank you. Thank you very much. There's a whole box of cake orbs, if you'd like one. Yeah. If you if you would like another later. Okay. So I guess the question is, are you going directly to the basement of the university? I'd like to. All right. Um, Ro, you've gone to the university several times over the week and some such that the group of you have been here. You've gotten enough of an understanding of how the layout works that finding the entryway to the basement levels isn't hard. Um, you know, you head down there, they're pretty deserted. Picture like that one room in every college campus and that one building that like has the least majors in it. So there's a lot less traffic. Everything, yeah, everything seems kind of like it's it's very clean. It's not like there's cobwebs or anything, but it just, you can tell it's not very well used. It doesn't have that scent of people. Yeah, and it, it would be, it, it I imagine it would be pretty easy just to go like, hello, I'm, I'm, I'm a first year here. Like I have new, new, new lecture, new, new office hours with some professor over in, in, in the basement. Yeah. Uh, could you point me in the right, the right direction? Yeah, easy enough. And like all the, all the university students have like a weird name for it too. Like, uh, like the, like, like, like the dark hall or something, you know? Yeah. It's not necessarily dark. It's just because it's new. Oh yeah, definitely. No man's land or something. I don't know. I like dark hall. It works. Okay. Um, yeah, you're you're able to get to the basement, and this you you do find a couple of students that are able to lead you, uh, kind of at least in the direction of where Professor Headstrom's office is. Professor Headstrom is actually still around. Professor Headstrom turns out as a professor of some sort of arcanum, and has been doing a little unorthodox research by the sounds of some of the hints that the students are 
talking about and has been able to last a hundred years, or at least that's what they claim. Who knows? I mean, kids say it's the weirdest rumor. things. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? You manage to get to the office of Professor Hedstrom and see that there's a door with a glass window pane and it's etched in there. And there are about almost half a dozen other doors surrounding that one to choose from. Okay, so so Hedstrom's office is that one. And assuming that Hedstrom hasn't moved offices in the last hundred years, Arcturus said it's three doors down from there. So let's let's just let's just go there. The three doors down. Is there some sort of nameplate or or something on on the door, three doors down from Hedstrom's office? So three doors down, you actually come to a door that has a very fresh door attached to it. You can see that you know it's very brightly stained. The engraving on the door seems to be relatively new. That says Professor Blossom. Professor Blossom. I wonder if they are into botany. I will knock on the door. Hold on, Foley. You hear some rustling beyond the door. It sounds like books dropping, um, somebody cursing. And then when the door opens, you are face to face with somebody who really doesn't look much older than the students you've been dealing with. Uh, seems to be a young human male with round glasses, a mop of unruly black hair, and some mocha skin standing there, very scrawny, very nervous looking. Uh, yes, can I, can I help you? Hello, hi, hello. Uh, are are you are you Professor Blossom or are you some sort of like TA? Some some. Oh oh no no I'm. It pushes up his glasses. I'm the professor. Ah, well, uh, good to good to meet you. Uh, we're we're here. Uh, me me and my friend here. I'm Ro. This is Aid. Hello. Uh, uh, we're here to uh uh. uh make sure that the effects of a previous professor here are completely gone. You see, uh, you might have heard, uh, there was uh, a mishap with a professor that used to be in this office about 100 years ago, um, and they have since returned, and we are to make sure that they haven't left anything and just grab their effects and go. Ro, give me a deception check. Yes. And give it to me at hard difficulty, three purple, please. Oh shit, you're fucked. I'm sorry. This is <laughs> this is a lot of dice. And you said hard difficulty, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Two successes, one advantage. I rolled I rolled many dice. Professor Blossom sits there for a second nodding in agreement with everything you're saying, Spart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, that that makes sense. I mean, I... I uh, here, why don't you come in? He opens the door and allows you to come in. And, you know, you walk in, and it's it's a it's a standard lecture hall. There are 
you know, wooden seats, auditorium seating, there's this big line of parchment that is actually lined up behind this desk that faces the students. The professor turns to you and gestures at the desk. It's covered in boxes. Mm-hmm. And it looks, it appears to be that the professor is in the midst of unpacking. Oh, cool. And there's a, a couple of books that are on the floor. You can see where they were dropped. Yeah, I, I actually just, uh, I ended up arriving a little late. So um, I just arrived yesterday. Uh, oh, you're new here. Was there anyone previous to you using this office? Uh, no, uh, in fact, that Professor Blossom kind of points up and you can see that there's a lot of really gross cobwebs in the ceiling. Mm. And now that you see those, you can actually smell the dust on the air. They haven't really cleaned the office. I guess it's kind of been vacant for a little while. Professor Blossom rubs the back of his neck. I see. Okay. Uh, so we're just going to um, uh, peruse through some of the effects, make sure that our, at least our checklist is completed. And if there's anything that you think has been left behind by the previous professor, um, just go ahead and point it out. This desk is not new, correct? This is this this was here when you got... Uh, no, no. This, this was here, yeah. Okay. And I will... Uh, uh, lean over to eight. Eight, just start just picking up random stuff that looks looks like extremely old. We'll carry it out and try not to raise any concern. Let me start looking through this box over here. And I will... Uh, that's, that's my box. Oh, I'm sorry. It just... A lot of the stuff in this box looks old. Uh, yeah, my grandmother's stuff it was going to decorate my desk. I'm sorry. Um, I will take a look at um, the bookshelf over there is this bookshelf over here and holding my hands up very awkwardly in front of me just take very small steps towards it so I'm just kind of like <laughs> dunk, 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 dunk on the floor and I'll just stand and stare at the bookshelf with my hands still up just awkwardly my fingers kind of splayed out like it it looks like i'm about to lace them together but i'm not and i'm just uh uh see i was gonna say it looks like you're trying you're holding an invisible sandwich by the way you're positioned (laughs) looking like i'm gonna start looking at the desk but if i notice eight is just frozen i'll walk, walk over lean in and just go if this makes you uncomfortable, it, maybe you can just talk to Professor Blossom. You can do that, right? Make friends. That's something that, that I feel that you are very good at. Plus, Professor Blossom also looks a little a little nervous, so it could be beneficial to both of you. That's very kind of you to say. Ask them what they teach and whatnot. Oh, like breaking the ice? Yes. You're very good at this, Aid. You you are very good at this. There's no re- reason to be nervous. I can do this. I will distract. I will make friends. You will have a conversation. I will have a conversation. And I will put my hands down. <sighs> I feel like a weight's been lifted from my chest for a moment. Thank you, Frenro. Of course. And I'll go back to the office desk. I will call Professor Blossom over to the bookshelf. Professor Blossom, 
do you have a moment? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what is it? Well, you see, we are here for some of the old teacher's effects, but perhaps if you look at the books on this shelf, you might find some that are of use to you. And your teaching of what particular aspect do you study slash perform tutoring for? Oh, I'm a pushes his glass back. I'm I I I am a certified botanist of alchemy, al- alchemist of botany. I don't know. I do. It's a weird. It's a weird term. I I can never get the two straight. I, I, I basically take plants and I, I, I do I make stuff with them. Like an herbalist? Mm, no, this is more chemical reactions and uh, infusions and the like. Oh, like an alchemist? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But with plants? Yeah. Which would be like an herbalist? But it's not quite an herbalist and, and this goes on. For as long as eight carries this conversation on, this is it, this is exactly how this conversation goes. <laughs> Circles. Ro, are you just like opening drawers? Are you trying to be sneaky about it? How how are you going about investigating this desk? Well, I mean, we've already got favor from Professor Blossom to to just search and stuff, and they seem to be engaged in some sort of uh rigorous conversation with with eight so at this point i'm not really like trying to be sneaky because if they look over i'm trying and i look sneaky it's going to raise more alarms i'm just going uh, uh just just looking in and and at the various effects and really trying to suss out where that that, that false bottom is sure go ahead and give me a perception check make it hard difficulty but give yourself a boost Okay. Okay. Let's see. One success, two advantage. What do you want to use your two advantages for? Uh, hmm. I'd like Professor Blossom to obviously they they've let us in and 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 all that, and, and, and we have permission to do this. But I, I just want them to dismiss this as soon as we like once we leave. You know, not like oh, like there were like like not like this might be just standard procedure. You know, um, have that sort of thought. Um, not necessarily, oh, uh, bring it up to another professor. Like, oh, yeah, they cleared out my office and took the old professor. It was great, like a great service. Any, any, I don't, would that, would that be sort of like giving them a setback on? Yeah. So what I can do, um, I was going to have them do a check anyway, once the encounter was done. Um, so I can add a setback to that mechanically. Okay. Um, to kind of see like how odd do they think that this whole scenario is. Cool. So that is not a problem. Okay. You're opening up drawers. You're, you know, kind of feeling along the creases, uh, lifting up items that are in there to see if you see like a little like poke hole or something. Eventually, you do find that when you push your fingers along the back crease of one of the drawers that something tips forward. And the bottom comes loose and you're able to lift it up. And what you see inside is a velvet pouch and a rolled up piece of parchment with a broken seal. I will take those two things, replace the false bottom, 
and then continue for a couple more minutes grabbing like just a random book um uh i, I don't want to take anything that would be useful to professor blossom like a pencil case i don't know something uh you know kind of just bits and bobs that that look like i don't know just useless if there's like oh if there's an empty box can, can i use this box to just put the stuff in uh, no, it's it's not quite an herbalist. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. Uh, whatever you need. Thank you. Oh, are are we completed with our task? Uh, yes, I've found exactly what we were the what was on our checklist, and I don't see anything else that could be uh, uh, suspicious. Uh, thank you, Professor Blossom. I hope the uh, conversation with it was quite rousing. It was scintillating, really. If any of these books are of use to you, feel free to add them to your curriculum, for they were not on our list of things to be procured. Oh, uh, Professor Blossom kind of scratches and said, thank you, um, appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, wow, uh, I, <laughs> I'm, they didn't come and clean the cobwebs, but they're certainly good about making sure old furniture's out of the way, so that's, that's good. Standard pro- protocol, well, uh, we will be on our way. We wish you all the best luck in your new teaching adventure. That is so exciting. I am so excited for you. Yeah, I'm a little nervous, but uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> it's only natural. Nerves and everything, yes? I have heard that they can be quite the problem. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Well, if you're all, all set, uh, I, I, I gotta get set up. I've got a class in a couple of hours. Oh, yes, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> that awkward, the awkward, like, trying to leave while saying goodbye. Yeah, I've been, like, been sidling towards the door the entire time here. Like, get ready to go. My my hand's held in front of me, just like, yep, mm-hmm, time to go. Thanks for, for having us. Okay. The last thing I say before before heading out is, just, "You are going to do great," and I give a thumbs up, and then shut the door. As the door is shut, I will turn to Row. So, what was in the false bottom? That's right. So, none of this junk, and then show them the bo- show 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 them the box of 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 decoy things. Open up the knapsack and. I found this velvet pouch and hand it over and this this parchment with a broken seal on it. I figure once we're back at the silver pearl, we can examine the contents of whatever this is and whatever that is. That sounds like a great plan. Whatever is in here, if it was meant for us from Arcturus, it would be good to be able to share it with our good friend Arthas as well. Is there anything that we else we need to do? I need to find a way to dr- find some place to drop off this junk. Look around. This is an old basement. Isn't there just like piles of are there piles of stuff around? There's random benches and stuff. It's pretty sparse hallway, but I'm sure if you wanted to, you could open up some random door and just put the box in there. What was the what yeah, three doors three doors up from Professor Blossom's office. I'm gonna put it in that one. In Professor Headstrom's. <laughs> in Professor Headstrom's. Sure. Yeah. Just like just open the door, slide it in, and run. 
I'm clomp, 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 clomp as I'm slowly running down the hallway. Is this what they call a practical joke? <laughs> I'm so excited. This is very much a practical joke. Because that's a great image to end on is run. <laughs> Good job, you two. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us next time. But in the interim, follow us on Twitter at Roads Uncharted. The Roads Uncharted podcast is GM'd and produced by Dax, who you can find on Twitter at GM underscore Dax. We use the Genesis RPG system published by Fantasy Flight Games and music licensed by Epidemic Sound. Arthas, champion of Offum, is played by Neil. Eight is played by Ren, who also composed the music for our opening theme. Follow them on Twitter at Thorny Dryad. Ro is played by Kappa, and you can follow him on Twitter at the Kappa Chris.